Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, welcome back. This is going to be for Isaiah chapter 36. Chapter 36 is the first of four chapters that give an account of certain events that occurred during the lifetime of Isaiah. Accordingly, chapters 36 to 39 are called the historical chapters. Although events in these chapters occurred during the lifetime of Isaiah, they are important to us in the latter days because they serve as a prophetic type for events that will occur in our time. When the foretold events begin to unfold, this account will provide us with comfort and assurance that the Lord's protection will be with his modern followers, just as it was with ancient Jerusalem and her righteous king, Hezekiah. When these events begin to unfold, may we, may we remember the words of the prophet Zephaniah, Fear thou not. Clearly, Isaiah's purpose in writing these chapters was not to produce a historical record or even to summarize important historical events. The most important political event of Isaiah's lifetime, the carrying away of the ten tribes into captivity, is not even mentioned here. Isaiah's purpose is twofold. First, to remind future readers that the Lord has acted miraculously in the past in defense of his righteous people. And second, to give readers in the latter days a type or pattern for events in their own time, in their own lifetime, that would otherwise cause great fear or despair. That was out of the Isaiah, the times of fulfillment. All right, verse 1. Verses 1 to 21, the invasion of Sennacherib. Sennacherib, I don't know how you say that. Verse 1. Now it came to pass in the 14th year of King Hezekiah that Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against all the defensed cities of Judah and took them. An account not included in Isaiah's narrative occurs at this point in 2 Kings 18. The fact that Isaiah does not present this portion suggests that it is not part of the prophetic type and that Hezekiah's actions are reported in these three verses do not serve as guidance for the Lord's latter-day followers. In those verses, Hezekiah pays a huge ransom for the Assyrians to withdraw. The Assyrians do not withdraw, thus not fulfilling their side of the agreement. Isaiah's implication is that appeasement or payment of a ransom should not be part of the model for latter-day events. And the king of Assyria sent Rabshakeh, in Hebrew, the Assyrian chief of the officers, from Lachish to Jerusalem unto King Hezekiah with a great army. And he stood by the conduit of the upper pool in the highway of the fuller's field. Then came forth unto Eliakim, Hilkiah's son, which was over the house, and Shebna the scribe, and Joah, Asaph's son, the recorder. These uh, names sound kind of familiar, don't they? And Rabshakeh said unto them, Say ye now to Hezekiah, Thus saith the great king, the king of Assyria, What confidence is this wherein thou trustest? I say, sayest thou... Thy words are but vain, when thou sayest, I have counsel and strength for war. Now on whom dost thou trust, that thou rebellest against me? Lo, thou trustest in the staff of this broken reed on Egypt, whereon if a man lean, it will go into his hand and pierce it, so is Pharaoh king of Egypt to all that trust in him. But if thou say to me, We trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah hath hath taken away? i.e. all outlying shrines had been eliminated in favor of one temple in Jerusalem, and said to Judah and to Jerusalem, Ye shall worship before this altar. Now therefore... Give pledges, or join the Assyrian army, I pray thee, to my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give thee two thousand horses, if thou be able to, to thy 
on thy part to set riders upon them. How then wilt thou turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants, and put thy trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? And am, am I now come up without the Lord against this land to destroy it? The Lord said unto me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then said Eliakim and Shebna and Joah unto Rabshakeh, Speak, I pray thee, unto thy servants in the, Syri in the Syrian or Aramaic language, for we understand it, and speak not to us in the Jews' language in the ears of the people that are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said, Hath my master sent me to, my, to thy master and to thee to speak these words? Hath he not sent me to the men that sit upon the wall, that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss with you? Ooh, gross. Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language, and said, Hear ye the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus saith the king, Let not Hezekiah deceive you, for he shall not be able to deliver you. Neither let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Hearken not to Hezekiah, for thus saith the king of Assyria, Make an agreement with me by a present, and come out to me, and eat ye every one of his vine, and every one of his fig tree, and drink ye every one the water of his own cistern, until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of corn and wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware, lest Hezekiah persuade you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Hath any of the gods of the nations delivered his, hand, his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Were the, goods of, were the gods of Hamath and Arphad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, and have they delivered Samaria out of my hand, i.e. the capital of northern Israel, the ten tribes which had already been captured? Who are they among all the gods of these lands that have delivered their land out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But they held their peace, or were silent, and answered him not a word, for the king's commandment was saying, Answer him not. Verse 22. Hezekiah seeks Isaiah's counsel and prays to the Lord. Then came Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, that was over the household, and Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, uh, to Hezekiah with their clothes rent, and told him the words of Rabshakeh. So anyway, that's the end of that chapter, and uh, you can see that this sounds a little bit uh, scary, but uh, I think this is going to turn out okay, don't you think? Okay, anyway, we'll see what happens next chapter. Come on back, and we'll see what's going to happen. See you next time. Bye.